Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Inside the Mayor podcast. In this episode, my friend George and I have a conversation based around the topic of parenting and our experiences with our parents and uh, our views and how our parents have affected us. I hope you enjoy. I've asked you questions. Like, I'd like to talk to you about, like, your, your growing up years. Yeah, because we're, we're super similar, but we don't have, like, the same past at all. Yeah. But we but it's, like, it's kind of like a triangle. Like, you, the bottom left starts here and the bottom right starts here. Meets and as in the middle. And you go up, yeah. So, like, describe kind of your childhood years. Because, again, we have very different, like, upbringings. But at the same time, like, there's, there's lots of similarities that we have. Yeah, so I... Um, I lived with my mom when, after I was born, my, I've never known mm-hmm. my parents together, like mm-hmm. ever. I've, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, never, ever. So okay. I lived with my mom until I was seven. And then, um, you know me, like my mom has a rocky past. So mm-hmm. then I started living with my dad and I lived with my dad until I graduated high school. And I went and saw my mom uh, twice a year, every year mm-hmm. from, uh, like every Christmas, every summer for the entire summer. Mm-hmm. And so I never really spent much time with my friends during like those breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, which did was, you look forward to those times? I did just because it was the only time I got to see my mom. But right. I do like look back and like kind of wish I would have had those memories with my friends. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade that time for my mom. I wouldn't yeah, like... Those friends are gone, right? Right. Like, well, they're know. not gone, but I just don't see them anymore. Yeah. I live there. Yeah. And so... I graduated high school, and then two days after I graduated high school, I moved to Dallas. Two days? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was that quick. Oh, dude. I, That's actually really I cool. literally asked Well, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. See I you said, later, Dad. Thanks for raising me. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was not happy. He was I'm sure. super unhappy for a while, but he understood why I moved here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I why did you move here? Just to be close to your mom and, like, yeah, spend more time with her? I did. Um, I'm from a small town in Alabama, and... Alabama. Alabama. Bam. And it's just, I hated living What's the name in of the town you're from? Troy, Alabama. Troy. Yeah, it's where I have a cousin named Troy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Troy's a common name. Is it? Yeah. Kind of. Uh, I know a few people named Troy. I, maybe it's because I'm from there. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> but most of them do live there, so <laughs> the that's people fair. People in Troy were like, we're going to name our kid Troy. I know uh, a person named Dallas. Well, actually, I know two people named Dallas. I have a cousin named Dallas. Do you? Oh, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah. And there was somebody else. Didn't they name their kid something unique? Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin. Dallas no. and Dakota. And then their I other remember brother, this talk. And their other brother's name's Austin. Oh, we did talk <laughs> about this. Dallas, Dakota, and Austin. I like Austin. I like Dallas. I like Dakota. Those are actually really good names. I know, but for them all to be... You wouldn't think people would name their kids like those like cities or states, but like... You would think... They came out sounded good. Yeah. Remember there was the celebrity that named their kid Apple? Who was yeah. that? Uh, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, That's a random Something concept. like that, maybe. Anyways. It's like Blue Ivy, like Beyonce oh. and, you know, all them. Yeah, but they, they like, let's not get into that. No, 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 no. Because weird. That's Anyways. Not, that's not what we're talking about today. Yes. You moved to Dallas to get to know your mom. Well, not to get to know your mom. Wow. Reverse. <laughs> I'm still, I wish I knew how to, well, I guess I could just research how to put in sound effects, but I would put in the rewrite sound effect there. Sounds like a... You came to be with your mom. Yeah, I hated living in a small town. Did you? Yeah, I hated it. So like you see the same people, you see the same people every day, you do the Mm -hmm. same thing every weekend. Like it's just like, I don't know. I, and they're all like like like-minded people Mm -hmm. and I'm not meant to be around people no, like that f- you are a free spirit yeah so i you're an old soul too yeah to be noted 
Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> yeah, I but I love living here, and there's so many people who like broaden my like way of thinking, and I and I enjoy it thoroughly. Especially Exercise you, your you're, brain muscle. You're one of the people who, oh, yeah, you can you can say all. <laughs> but yeah, I I so I live here, and I love it. I've lived here for five years now, mm-hmm. and yeah, my dad comes and sees me, and I go there mm-hmm. for Christmas every now and then, and. He still tries to get me to go home with him every time he comes here, but I appreciate his effort. He, does he want you to just like pack up and like leave with him? Yeah, he's like, like come on, maybe we're going home. Literally, he'll be like, pack a bag and we'll come get your stuff in a month. I'm like, all right, he Dad. just loves you. I know, and like I, I kudos to him though for sure for loving you. No, and he he wants me to move back there, and he thinks that that's the best place to like have a family and like raise mm-hmm. a family, which I agree. Like right. I I don't regret being raised there because sure. like. If I was raised here, I think my way of thinking and how I am would be way different. Okay, talk about this. Like, what about being raised in a small town was positive? Like, what did you take from it? Because obviously, like, even just looking at you, like, you something struck you right there, like, about being raised in a small town. You, you, It meant something. <clears throat> I, I don't you know. You learned something. Yeah, that, I don't yeah. know. Touch so, on that. So living in a small town, it was just like you – I think that I value my relationships with people more just because mm. I, I – I don't know everything everyone I knew was like a family member mm-hmm. I could like I graduated with 63 people from high, from my high school super <laughs> small super small you graduated with 600 oh yeah that's a lot and so like I could like probably not now but two years ago I could have named every one of them first and last name mm-hmm. and like all like all my friends parents knew me and like mm-hmm. I could you know and I don't feel it's like a tighter knit community yeah relationships and, mean more right yeah like when everybody when there's not as many people like you ha- like the relationships have to mean more. Yeah, and I think you're You don't have as many options. Right, and you I feel like you I grew up to be a more charismatic person because what mm. I did did directly affect other people. Whether, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nowadays like when there's so many like you like when these graduating classes of like thousands of people, mm-hmm. you can treat someone a certain way and it doesn't really I'd have never a, see them again. And it won't matter. Mm-hmm. But like if I treated one of my friends who I'm not that close to a certain way, it would still but get only around. there's 63 of you. So yeah. Like, and so. You treat 62 bad, all the other 60. Yeah. Whatever. And no. What, and it doesn't matter how many people did or didn't like that person. It would always come back around and I still look like the jerk or mm-hmm. the, you know, so mm-hmm. you always take into account other people's like feelings. I feel like it made me more empathetic. Ooh, that makes sense. I think it made me more it empathetic. It does make sense. Like. It's like uh, it's like if you were to this is how I'm thinking right now. Mm-hmm. If you were to throw a rock in the ocean, the ripple matters none. Right. Like okay, there might be like a fish. You like you drop the rock on the head of a, mm-hmm. a carp, and that poor guy's dead. But yeah. Like, the sharks are fine. Nobody notices yeah, no. it. But if like we were to fill the bathtub up and you drop the same rock in there, it'd be like. Yep. Mm-hmm. The ripples are felt by yeah, everything yeah, yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good analogy. Does that make sense? No, for sure. Is that how you felt? Yeah. Like, so that makes like sense. way more rocky, and so. Um, that being said, it mm-hmm. like there was a lot of drama, I'm and sure. so that's again why I left. But yeah, I, there's pros and cons to everything. It made me more aware too. Like, mm-hmm. and it sounds so stupid. Like, nope, but girl, but girl drama did like mm. make me more aware because like, like watching people either like talk in the hallway or like. I don't know. You you become more aware of like this person's acting this way because of this, and I probably mm-hmm. need to be aware of that in the mm-hmm. future. If some- like Beggy talks crap, right? I see her do it every time, right? Yeah, <laughs> and like it sounds stupid, but I—that's what I learned from high school. Mm-hmm. It's stupid, but but it it taught you awareness, yeah. which is key, man. Like my mom 
from the time I can remember, always told me to be aware is to be alive. Ooh, that's good. It's true. Yeah. Like, you know me, man. I think everybody lacks self-awareness. Yeah. Like, okay, this is, here's my outlandish opinion. The reason everybody's going to college is because they're just not aware of what they want to do. So they just do the thing. They think that's what they're supposed to do. Everybody goes to college. They're not aware of like what they want to do. Not to knock people going to college. These people are going to send me DMs and be like, I went to college. Mm -hmm." (laughs) Good for you, Travis. Keep going. Like, figure it out, though. But just like, even the way people treat each other. Mm -hmm. Like, they're they're not aware of how they treat people. Mm -hmm. Like, you and me, we see people all the time, like, just be rude and just selfish. On a daily basis. Yeah. But I I, I would bet my life that half those people have no idea. That's just how they've always been. I'm me, and this is is what you get. And here we go. But no one's ever taught them, like, right from wrong, like, how to treat other people. Right. That goes back to, like, our parenting. Yeah. Like, my parents taught me. I don't know. I can't remember a time where I didn't know. I didn't do something and wasn't, like, reprimanded if it was wrong. Oh, for sure. Like, if I did something wrong, I was always reprimanded, which created awareness in me of, like, okay, that's bad. Like, every time Mm -hmm. I steal candy from my mom's closet, I get in trouble. Right. That's bad. Yeah. Or, like, if I did something good, like, I get good grades. My dad gives me 20 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's good. Like, I'll take another yeah. 20. Or it's like, my dad always, like, if something happened or, like, I did something that, say, like, I didn't want to go over to this person's house and mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, just tell them that you told me I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he was like, no, that's not how you do things. Right. He's like, you're not going to lie. He's like, you're not going to lie your way out of it. If mm-hmm. you don't want to go, you're going to tell them. Yeah. And, I, like, and that's super basic, too. Like, mm-hmm. Just telling, having to tell someone the truth as a child. Instead of like hiding behind their parents. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. I don't think just like, I don't even think it's just kids and their parents. Like, I'll be honest, like in my last relationship, like with her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what we refer to her as. Her. No, I love her. But like during my, when I wasn't sober, like a lot of times I would use her to like get out of things. Oh, I did that her didn't want me to come over or like her is busy and wants me to come with her or like i did that with him did you (laughs) i did yeah a lot and it was partially because like i did want to spend time with him but Mm -hmm. but i didn't know how to tell the person who wanted me to go with him that yeah it was because he wanted me there not because i didn't want to be there yeah yeah and it's tough i mean telling people the truth is tough Mm -hmm. like my mom sent me uh, a message the other night and she was talking about balancing grace and truth Mm -hmm. like when you talk to people like you want to be kind to people but you want to tell them the truth and like sometimes (laughs) like in that situation like you're you're, like you try to be too Mm -hmm. too gracious to where you can't even tell the truth you're like i want to be nice i don't want to trying to cater to their feelings yeah yeah. but then you don't tell them the truth and like in the end like that all comes full circle and like you're gonna end up hurting them if they find out like oh you know, George mm-hmm. ducked me for him for six months or like Kyle didn't want to come hang out yep. because then he said this, but really it was this. Mm-hmm. But you just, you should have just told the freaking truth. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's like, it goes back to, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Say it with truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember like, do you remember like vivid, do you have like vivid memories of like, like where you, your dad said something or taught you something and you were like, Oh, and it like clicked. Oh, for and like sure. it's still with you. You're yeah. still like that. Like you said that thing about your mom. What yeah. she said about to being be aware, aware is to be alive. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything with your dad that you were like, boom, and it's still in your head forever? Yeah. Um. So, so um, 
he every time I left the house, he would always be like, make good decisions. Mm. And so That's pretty basic. It was super basic, but like it goes <laughs> a long way because like mm-hmm. I catch myself like whenever like saying it to my little sister mm-hmm. and she she'll like mock me, like make good decisions. And I'm like, but it all yeah, goes like you make a bad one. Yeah. And so Schmilly. so <laughs> so I the other day I don't know. I don't even remember what I was doing, but I was like, I probably shouldn't be doing, I probably shouldn't do this or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that goes back to like, <laughs> this is a, this, this is my opportunity to make this decision. And mm-hmm. I'm choosing to, I didn't make the wrong decision. I like fessed up and like did the right thing, Good but I you. just, but I didn't want to but that came into your mind like oh this is the wrong thing yeah i need to make a good decision because i what I, I would have done it blindly <clears throat> sure. like done it without thinking about it if it weren't for that so like but like think how many people don't have parents like not that don't have parents but don't have parents that are teaching them right from wrong morality like ba- yeah basic morality and like not like like not my opinion of morality, not like oh Christian just morality, just like there is right and there is wrong foundation. And then a lot of people be like, oh Kyle, because you're a Christian and like you read the Bible. No, Mm-mm. no, there's actually right and wrong. Yeah. Like if I came over and punched you in the face right now, like it's not right. Nope. You would agree. Yeah. Everyone listening would agree. Like <laughs> there's basic stuff, but like there is a burden on parents to teach their kids right and wrong. Yeah. Because it's passed down generally generationally. And it will erode the culture. Yeah. I literally believe that's what happened in America. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, I know you. I really believe yeah, that. I get it. Like, people slowly stopped teaching their kids right from wrong, and it eroded the culture. Yeah. And the kids my don't opinion, know any better. My so. opinion. <laughs> and the, the thing is, like, kids don't know any better, so nope. it's like, they you don't... You can't know what you don't know. Yeah, and you can't even... I guess you can be mad at them, but it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. You can be mad on them, but you can't place the ultimate blame on them. Right. Like, you never knew. Like, you got to go back to, like, who trained these people? I was thinking about this. Like, my cats. I got them as little kitties. Mm -hmm. Not by choice. Another story. (laughs) But I got them as little kitties. And we had to train them to go to the litter box. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they would just continue going to the bathroom everywhere. Mm -hmm. Not because they were bad. Like, they were just... They don't know any better. They don't know. You had to teach them these basic things, but yeah. it was the right thing. Like the right thing to do is go to the bathroom in the litter box, not on my bed. <laughs> Pooping on my pillow is the wrong thing, but you don't know until I teach you, right? Right. Man, parents, if you're listening, you have a duty to teach your kids right and wrong, not like a spiritual right and wrong. I mean, that's, you should teach them some, sp- anyways basic right and wrong like that's on you i heard i heard it re- that recently it's, it's i can't exact remember the exact quote but it was something along the lines of like kids are a direct reflection of who their parents are yeah apple doesn't fall far from the tree yeah what it what do you like when you think back on like your mom and your dad and like just them raising you mm-hmm. like what are just like some simple things that you're like man my mom's really good at this like like not just like she's good at crafting and knitting yeah like as a person like what she does well as a human yeah my mom is probably the most resilient person i've ever met like um there's Mm -hmm. not like i i like to think i'm a very positive person Mm -hmm. but i think i wouldn't be that way unless she told me like anytime i was upset or about anything she's like always chin up like it could always be worse there's always a worse side of it um but just like power through it mm-hmm. and that's the only way that's the only thing you can do like i've seen my mom go through like just unthinkable things and 
always comes out with a smile on her face, and I don't know how she does it. I really don't. Is it is part of that from her parents? Do you think? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, otherwise, uh, because she doesn't really talk. So some of that stuff do- can be like internally driven. Like, yeah. I'm not saying your parents just like make you and create you like a claymation. Right. Feature. For sure. For sure. Um, I think half of it's through like her experiences. And if she didn't do that, then she would have just been stuck where she was. And then the other half is through good parenting. Like I think my grandparents did a great job. Like my aunt turned out great. Mm-hmm. My uncle was a good human. Like... <laughs> I can't complain. What about your dad? My dad, um, my dad is the hardest working man I've ever met. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I knew it. How? I don't know. I felt it. <laughs> yeah, he's... I just from what I know of him, his work ethic seems to just like resound. He's and I don't 62 even know him that well. years old and he does manual labor for a living. Oh, really? Yeah. He Still. Worked, yeah, he works for Bonnie Plant Farm. He, um, so he like drives a truck and mm-hmm. like put, takes plants on like... Uh, what are they called crates or whatever mm-hmm. and like takes them to Lowe's and Home Depot's and Walmart's and like does all that manual labor day in and day out he's he he worked a 90 hour week two weeks My ago God. yeah does he like that yeah I mean he's like because he, I mean you can he do says whatever. it keeps him fit so he's like doesn't complain but mm-hmm. it, like I'm super concerned like oh, yeah. doesn't, I, not about his physical health I just it makes me worried being up there in New York doing all that stuff He's in New York? Yeah. He works in New York York? for six months out of the year. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he goes to New York to work for six months? Yeah, from March until July. Is that like, what is that? Is it like a in season or something? So, or is it contract? Yeah, he just has a, uh, he's stationed. Like they have different stations and Mm -hmm. like you're assigned a station and he's been assigned that that one for Mm -hmm. forever since I was in a sophomore in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Like he loves it, and he still gets paid every month out of the year. But he only has to work for those six months. I'm trying to do that. It's nice. It's nice. I'm trying to get this. He job. loves it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, pay me six. I'll just, work for six. Pay me twelve, and I'll work for six. He just hates being away from but the family. Does he do something the other six months of the year? Um, he'll like mow lawns and mm-hmm. stuff. Just like he stuff can't. He, sit, likes he can't to sit do. still. Oh no, he's no. busy body always. Yep. Super busy. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it shows. It shows in your work ethic. I would get. Oh, he always used to, like, if he would ask me to clean my room, he'd always be like, I didn't tell you to do it 10 minutes from now. I told you to do it now. (laughs) And you couldn't do it halfway. It had to be all the way done. That's good, though. No, for sure. It teaches you, like, actual work ethic. Like, it's not, it's not what you think hard work is. Right. Like, clean your room is not whatever you want. It's, this is the standard. Mm -hmm. Your parents have to teach you standards. Yeah. Yeah. And if I ever, like, if it was cleaning the kitchen, like, if I didn't, like, because I knew what it was. I knew what he mm-hmm. wanted me to do. But if I only did it like what I wanted to do, what looked clean, he'd be like, no, you need to redo that. Did he teach you, though? Like, oh, this for sure. is how you cl- like, I want you to do this. I want you to wipe this. Oh, yeah. Because we would do it together this. first for a few years. And Ooh. then after when I got old enough, he would be like, all right, it's your turn. You could I cooked. You clean. Literally, the like, that's how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Like you show someone, you train them. Like this is how we used to do it. Like back in Chipotle and like in the restaurants, like mm-hmm. I'll show you first. Then you'll, you'll watch me do it and I'll show you. Yeah. Then I'll watch you do it and you mirror back to me. And then you'll do it on your own. But I'm still going to hold you accountable to the very first time that I showed you. Yep. That's parenting. Because he knows I'm not stupid. He knows I pay attention. He's my Most he's people my aren't dad. stupid. They're just not taught well. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah. Like, I, I think p- most people have the capacity to be great at everything. Yeah. But they're just not taught well. And then the standards lowered and then there's so many factors like and society and everything. But it does. Like, yeah. Your foundation, it's just like a house. Like, 
you just pour crappy concrete that's all cracked and broken and then you put up a frame that's eh, one by ones we're not doing two by fours we're yeah. doing one by ones <laughs> yeah, eventually no. the house is gonna if break the, if the foundation isn't there then yeah, yeah. then it's you're not, screwed yeah and then you have to rebuild later like i've seen plenty of kids not kids but adults now but people i know had terrible foundations and then their life broke just like this house with no foundation, their life broke and fell apart, and then they had to rebuild as adults it's on their way own. Way harder. Yeah. Way harder. It's like reteaching <clears throat> themselves these basic things that they would have learned as a kid if they were taught. And and there's probably habits now because yeah. like you have to and your habits. You got to unwind break. your habits, mm-hmm. then rebuild the foundation. Like it's messy. Parents do your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So we don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, you know me, like I'm all over social media. Just like I can't get off social media. But like people and people are like, Kyle, you you know, this was really wise or this was helpful. I'm not like, yeah, you're right. I'm a genius. (laughs) I'm not like credit to my parents. You always say blame it on my parents. Blame it on my parents. Blame it on my parents. Like for real. Yeah. Because like just like I said earlier today, I didn't make myself like I didn't create (laughs) myself like I didn't instill myself with awesome values and ethics and morals. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, you don't create yourself. People, and, and think, like, we live in a, in a time now where everybody's like, I'm the best. I'm so great. Which I don't really think people even believe that. They say like, it so other people believe it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like trying to tell themselves. But, like, if you really dig on the service, like, Jerry, the reason that you're the CEO is because your parents taught you hard work. And then you learned business from this guy. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you are not... Like, you are the sum of all the people that trained you and taught you, but mainly mainly your parents. But you did not create yourself. Like, my parents, again, my parents instilled kindness in me. That doesn't mean I'm always kind. No. Like, your dad instilled work ethic in you. But sometimes you might be lazy. For sure. I'm not saying just you. I'm just saying in general. I'm lazy sometimes, too. But, like, on the macro scale, like, those things that are put into you are lasting. Mm -hmm. They last, man. Like, Like... I literally have, you know, I have wisdom tattooed on the side of my neck. Yeah. Like, and some people think that's kind of like, I don't know, like cheesy or whatever, like wisdom. And I'm like, no, like if you have wisdom, you're you're per, you're set up pretty good. Yeah. Like being wise is a, not a bad thing. Knowledge and wisdom are two totally different yeah. things. You can know how to do something, but you can be wise and do it faster. Mm. But yeah. Well said. Knowledge is knowing how to do something. Wisdom is knowing how to do it more efficiently. I, I like this. Like. You should work for... Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. You got it. Undefined terms. Where do I find that res- uh, that application? On Google. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, people, I think people lack the humility to give credit where credit is due. I was thinking about that this morning. Talk Can, about it. Oh, my God. What, was your th- what were your thoughts? Well, I was just thinking about, like, that's one of the things my dad, um, my dad taught me, too, because... Humility? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, something, I don't, like I said, I don't remember like, abs- like specific instances, but something happened and I was, I guess I was taking credit for something that I didn't fully do myself. And <laughs> I remember him stopping me in my tracks and be like, uh-uh. He's like, no, she did half of it. You did, or, or like, just stuff like that, yeah. dude. And I'm like, all right, yeah. that's fair. And I wouldn't want anybody to take credit for something that I did either. Sure. I wouldn't either. No. Like, I don't want anyone to take credit for the music that I make because you didn't make it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so you basic. You didn't make it. But again, just like back to that point, like we didn't make ourselves. Yeah. But, we, but we're so happy to take credit for everything. For sure. Which is cool. Like we work hard. Like we do, 
in life, people do work hard and create opportunities for themselves and do certain things that you deserve some credit for. For sure. But if you take 100% credit for that, you're, you're freaking insane. Like your parents made you. For sure. Like biologically. I think. Like on the most basic level, they made you. Yeah. And then they gave you certain skills and abilities or taught you things. They instilled in you, like, like we said, values, morals, and ethics. So you're not 100% responsible for anything. Yeah. One of the things is, uh, I think it's crazy how when your parents put you through things that, mm-hmm. that you have to deal with yourself, that's one thing that you can take credit for for yourself. Ooh. Like what? Like, so, like, so like um, you're thinking of something. So like with my mom and like the stuff that I, like I was without her for most of my life mm-hmm. and um, she holds a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. And so I've. I let go of that a long time ago and she still like brings it up and how she feels bad about all this stuff. And, but I tell her all the time, I'm like, mom, like, I don't think about that. I don't Mm -hmm. harbor any kind of like resentment. And she tells me all the time, she's like, I don't see how you would, because I totally would to my mom. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, I give my credit, I give myself credit for that only because if I did hold a lot of resentment, I wouldn't be me. Mm -hmm. I would be a very angry person. Mm Mm-hmm. And you'd kind of be justified. Like, For sure. Not that it's right. Uh, no, but like, everyone would understand why mm-hmm. I am the way I am. Even she said that she would understand. Yeah. Because she said she would do it. Yeah. And I think it's like, I just, it would never, it never in a million years cross my mind to be angry at her. Mm-hmm. Because like. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Like, is I, that, is think, that the way you were raised? Did your dad raise you like that to be forgiving? Or like. I don't know. Is that something that came just from within? Like, just looking around and I being like. I think it helped that my dad never never had anything bad to say about my mom even Mm. even though and which is a lot like i think that's a big thing because i i couldn't imagine my parents hating each other Mm -hmm. like they've had fights and i've seen them fight before but like they never but they've stayed civil they've stayed civil and they've stayed friends for me and that's Mm -hmm. that they're like common respect for each other i think like ultimately helped me deal with them never being together because otherwise i think i would be just like I said, angry mm-hmm. that they're, they've never been together. Mm-hmm. Like you're not angry. No, no, I don't think that I could handle them together, honestly. So you're kind of grateful for that. Kind of grateful. And I don't know if I think about if they had been together, that I'd probably still be in Alabama. Mm-hmm. They'd be together in Alabama. Right. I would have never moved here. I would have mm-hmm. never had right. any of the opportunities I have now and, or half the friends or you or be on this podcast. So yeah, like we could all go like, you know, would have, could have, should have. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Here we are. It doesn't matter. Like, we play through all these scenarios in our heads. For of like, sure. You know, like, what if my parents were married? Or, like, I've thought about this before. What if my parents weren't married? Like, you know, there are po- pros and cons to, like, having all these families. And, like, it doesn't matter, though. Like, here we are. And you're yeah. good at this. Like, just seeing the situation and taking it for what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. And taking the good and the bad and recognizing both. Being aware. That's it, dude. That's Thanks, Katie. It. You did well. <laughs> you, you made a good one. Um, that's one thing that I would I always thought about for me and you because you grew up with your parents like, like still married, always together, mm-hmm. and like how we're so similar. And my parents were never together, mm-hmm. and I just think it's that it really does all go just down to parenting. Yeah. Like, because it doesn't matter. Like, because children of divorce like to blame it on the divorce, mm-hmm. and I get that it happens at a certain if it happens at a certain point in your life. That it's hard because mm-hmm. you did. I think it's way different that I never saw them together. So, mm-hmm. it was... but also like they can they can uh, have an impact on how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. Like just by the way they raise you. Mm-hmm. Like again, if they raise you with all these good morals and well, you never saw them together, but like you're being parented well mm-hmm. on each side. 
Yeah. So like you're, they're still molding a good person. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Even if, though they're doing it from remote, more remote locations instead of inside the same house, mm-hmm. you're getting still like the same type of like positive, good morals instilled in you. Yeah. When it goes back to divorce, the... Like a lot of times divorce just like wrecks people. That's what I'm saying. But like, so when parents, if it's a messy divorce, that's where it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Like when parents don't have the mutual respect and don't mm-hmm. like, don't have anything good to say about the other person. That's mm-hmm. when it really like screws over the kid i think i think like right there like i think that's when like your actions speak louder than your words because two parents that are like bitter and like want the kid to fight back and forth and like they're showing kids the wrong thing Mm -hmm. like that's part of their parenting is not only what you say to your kids but like what you show them like in your actions Mm -hmm. so like in those situations like their true colors come out and their kids see like oh like that's my that's mom's how, doing that. That must be okay. That's how I should react to that. Yeah. yeah, and then you again, you like your kids become representation of you. Like your parents were Leading both mature enough. Exactly, your yeah. parents were both mature enough to like handle it well because that was who they were. They were they were good inside. Yeah, and they mirrored that to you, and you saw that, and then you didn't become bitter because they didn't even give you the opportunity to be because they weren't bitter. Right, and like even if they were, they never sense. let me see it. Sure, because like, that, I that's have a never matur- known the maturity thing. And whether they did it for me or if they did it for them, like I well, would have never known. Probably both. They probably did fight, and I just never knew about it. Because they were wise enough to not fight in front of yeah. you or like mirror that to you. Because, mm-hmm. man, that's good. My dad's parents were divorced. He doesn't care to talk about this. My dad's parents were divorced when he was 15 and disbanded and uh, just left him. Yeah. He just kind of left him. I love my Nana and I love my Grandpa Bob, but, like, he was just on his own to, like... So he had 15 years of kind of, like, okay, this is good. And they did a good job getting him to that point. Yeah. But then he really had to, like, figure a lot out on his own. And that was tough. Yes. Like, you talk to him today, he's still, like... There's still remains of mm-hmm. that because there was, you know, like, some animosity yeah, and, like, scarred, side choosing. Exactly. And your scars never go away. No. Like, kudos to both your parents, like hearing this, yours like, too. Kudos to both our parents, yeah. to both yours and to both mine. Man, I get man. I couldn't. Again, I wouldn't be here physically, obviously, but like, I wouldn't be here Mm-mm. without my parents. I know. Like I, I tell people, I truly believe I would have died in my, in my days when I wasn't sober. I definitely probably would have died because there was all always that little voice in me, like my parents. Yeah. Not totally my conscience, but like I think your parents might. Uh, like help build that conscience in you. Mm-hmm. Like your conscience is not like I couldn't be like. Well, it's in your upper left ear. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like built. Right. Like I always knew. Like I couldn't. Like I stayed away from just like going all the way off the cliff. Just you always have them on your shoulder. Kind yeah, of thing. I just knew. Like ah, you know, like I, I can't blow my brains out right now. Right. Like my mom. What would that do to my mom? Like it just kept me like one step away from like the thing that would have killed me. You know why? Uh, uh, give the, like you know how in cartoons the conscience are like the 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 angel and they're, the demon. they're on your shoulder because it's right behind your ear. That's where your oh, conscience is. I've actually never thought of that. I actually mm. read a thing about it not the other day. The it other was day intentional came. that they did that, mm-hmm. huh? Because it's right behind your ear. Uh huh. It's like where your does in your brain. Really, it's talking into you. Yep. Fun facts. Your mom <laughs> and your dad are just yeah. literally one's right the there. angel, one's the demon. Mm, well, <laughs> no, it just depends on the day. Yeah, literally. <laughs> just like all of us. I mean, I have demon days and angel days. 
Yeah, I, sometimes <laughs> I think about, I was like, what would my dad do or what would my mom do? And sometimes they're two totally different things, yeah. but neither one of them are like wrong. totally wrong or right. Mm-hmm. I just, one of them's more one way or the other. I think the same way, like, because I know my parents so well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my mom is much softer and more graceful. Yep. And like, she would handle it with like this ease and grace. Mm-hmm. And then my dad's just like aggressive and intense, <laughs> but like loving, but like, love you with the truth. <laughs> you know, like. There's somewhere in the middle is like the Kills perfect balance. Kills you with kindness balance. kind of thing. Yeah, we'll kill you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and do it kindly. No, I love my dad. He's great. Yeah. Man, what did we... Oh. I, which, I wrote down all these questions and we didn't even ask you any of them. Well, it's just because that's... Because that's... that's this, there's no format to this. No. Well, especially like when the and you. It's I feel crazy. like people would hear like a format too, don't you think? Like, For sure. If you were listening to a, por- uh, a podcast or like anything and they were like... It'd be like um, an interview. What was it like having to, you know, like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, this is not an interview. But I do want to ask, what did I write down? Oh, we already did everything. It just came naturally. Yeah. We like, literally covered all the questions I wrote down in conversation. That, that's us, We're dude. great communicators. <laughs> dude, all credit that's to That's another thing, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> all credit to me. All credit to Kyle. No, my dad's a great communicator. I mean, he has to be. He's a pastor. Oh, he does have His to. job is to communicate. Yeah, literally. Yep. Literally. That's his job. What, 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 what People are gifted with that, though. Like, I don't think everyone can learn to be a great communicator. I don't. I think you no. can improve. Just like anything, you can improve at stuff. Some stuff's just innate. Yeah. Like, some stuff you just have. Yeah. Like, not everyone is just born just, like, talking and... <laughs> <laughs> so I wish I could enter a sound effect oh, there. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll find one, like a duck one. It's like... <laughs> I don't know if it'd be a duck. Or, like, the Charlie Brown teacher. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel people look at me sometimes when I'm talking. They're just like, yeah. and they're just hearing, wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, <laughs> some days when so I'm it's like on fast forward, dude, like that's how I feel when I talk to tables sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Literally sometimes they're just like, yeah, thumbs up. Got you. <laughs> you shouldn't be, you shouldn't apologize for who you are or how you communicate. Everybody communicates differently. Yeah. That's why I like this format of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think it's going to be big, big. Like, podcasts are big. People are into it. Oh, I like love it. Like, five podcasts. years ago, people weren't into it. No. Five years from now, it's everyone will listen coming. to. Yeah. I think that. Like, in five years, I think everybody's going to have their favorite podcast just like they have their favorite TV show. It's going to be like going to the morning, like going to your paper in the morning. Yeah. When's the last time you were like, oh, God, I got to read the paper? Nah. I got to read my Twitter ago, feed before I go exact, to the newspaper. We talked about this yeah. the other day. But, I mean... That's just like, that's going to happen. That's just like generation, generation. Technology evolves. People evolve. But right and wrong do not evolve. Right and wrong do not do you, evolve. What do, you, what do you think? Do you agree? No, no, no. There's always that standard. I don't standard. think you can say right and wrong evolve. No. Maybe um, like morality doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Like ethics don't change. Yeah. Situations but, change. Like yeah. The state of the universe and the world change. Cool. Yeah. Well, but, but in 20 years, punching you in the face will still be the wrong move. <laughs> yes. Even if I deserved it, it's still not the still right, not thing. right Different way to handle it. Oh, we it. all deserve all kinds of stuff. Yeah. If we were to take, like, if we were to write down, like, every wrong thing we ever did. Yeah. We should all be executed. Yeah. Well, maybe not that, but. Not executed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit hasty, but. <laughs> should all be crucified like Jesus. Hung on a cross to die. No, that's super intense. Yikes. <laughs> wow. I just had to add my touch because it's my podcast. I know, duh. Inside the mirror, search it. Wherever you're listening. <laughs> well, you're, if you're listening, you don't have to search it. Anyways, is there anything that you would like to, like, say? Like, some last credit to your parents or, like, 
We're gonna make your mom listen to this. Like, say something. Like, I know when I told her it was about what it was about. She's she gonna was, listen to she it. She was like, she kind of like, she didn't shudder, but she was like, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> I was like, I said, I mom, I don't have her. anything bad to say. No, nothing bad to say. Well, she's she's made you the way. Well, she didn't yeah. make you, but she's she's helped make you into the woman you are today. Yeah. To where you don't have bad things to say. I know. Like I I can think back to times in my life where like I was mad at my parents. We've all been mad at our parents, For especially sure. in your teenage years. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, and the I ended up coming home at one AM. Now I'm like, oh, I gotta be home by one AM. <laughs> I know. Like right? Self imposed. Yeah. But I don't think there's ever a time in my life where I could legitimately be, be like overall like, man, I have bad parents. Oh no. They've really been doing bad. No, for my parents to be two like polar opposite people, I can't believe that they were ever even together long enough to make a kid. But it all worked out well. And like I'm super happy they did, obviously. Yeah. But I yeah, kudos to them. Right. Kudos to them. Right. Same to my parents, like again, they're humans, like we're humans. Like we all have flaws and mm-hmm. like I, I mean, we could pick a, our parents' flaws apart if we wanted to be like, oh, well, they're bad at this, and like, I don't like how he does this, and he cleans the kitchen really wrong, like, shit backwards. <laughs> but like, on a big macro overall right. scale, like, we're blessed with good parents, man. Yeah. Like, that's not a blessing that a lot of people have. Not at all. A lot of people. I mean, and it's getting even worse and worse. Like, you know, the divorce rate now, I believe, is almost exactly 50%. That's Like, terrible. half the people that get married get divorced. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's changed so much because people feel like they have to get married at such a young age now. Mm-hmm. Like I, society's my, pressures, just like my, college. All of my friends in Alabama, like half, married, of them, huh? half of them are married and or mm-hmm. have kids and or are engaged. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have been together for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but like what? I can't even imagine. Like my dad used to say, you can't. You can't marry anyone unless you've shared a roll of toilet paper with them. <laughs> that's, well, that's an interesting. <laughs> I know, but it's funny because it's like sharing that that intimate of a space. Yeah. I think is what he meant. But it's funny that he mm-hmm. said it that way. But like, you think a lot of these kids, and I would assume so. A lot of the kids I went to high school with are married with children. Yep. I think a lot of it just pressure. Yeah. Just, this is like they are, there's a certain layout that I feel like people nowadays feel like they have to mm-hmm. go by. It's like. Graduate high school, go to college, meet the person you're going to marry, marry them before you graduate college, and then have kids two years outside. Right, and then make sure you buy a house and, like, Mm -hmm. get a truck and then a family car. Like, it's crazy how people are buying into, like, this replicate, Mm -hmm. like, be the same robot type deal. Yeah, well, like, the baby boomers are... But that was like the epitome of like what they had was to like do. success as like a per- American. Mm-hmm. But like it was way easier for them because their sure. economy was way different. Mm-hmm. Like they have like the baby boomers all have like houses that they paid off 30 years ago mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about anything. Whereas like us now uh, either we're drowning in like student, uh, loans. student loans and or credit card debt from from student loans or mm-hmm. buying a house that you couldn't afford or. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nuts. Some of that can be traced back to parenting, too. Like, my parents would have said something if I would have taken out $50,000 in student loans. Oh, for sure. Or tried to buy a house for half a million dollars that I couldn't afford. Yeah. Like, my parents, well, they raised me well enough to, like, not do that. Yeah. That My my parents Again, are Again, we can trace almost all this stuff back to parenting. Polar like, opposites. society. My dad would have rather me spent so much money on college just to have a college degree. My mom's like, don't go until you know what you want. Mm-hmm. So like, and somewhere in between is what you want and the balance. Mm -hmm. But they would say something either way. Like some parents, like the whole like do whatever you want. I think that's just them like not wanting to be responsible for Mm -hmm. this person. Yeah, 
Because like if they do whatever they want, then I told them to do whatever they want. Yeah. Instead of like having to take some responsibility and, and some, be like, this is what I think you should do. Do do what you think is right. But I'm still going to tell you what I think is right and then let you make the choice. Yeah. Sometimes in those instances, my dad would be like, you make your decision and then you can pay with, for the consequences and I'll tell you what mm-hmm. I would have done after. And I, w- I would totally agree. Yeah. I think that's a good way to do it. You have to, to make it. your own. You have to like deal with your decisions. Mm-hmm. I can't like make them all for you kind of thing. Yeah. A pe- a, Otherwise, a, how do you parents, learn? Again, parents aren't creating a claymation creature. Like they shouldn't <laughs> yeah. just make all your choices for you like when you're a baby they should because like when you get old enough you can't call them like so should i go left or right this fork in the road yeah you can't call them every time because they're not always going to be there there's a there's like a foot on the gas foot on the brake Mm -hmm. like you got to know when to pump the brakes a little bit yeah like i saw that with my parents like for a while my dad just being the super intense guy he is and he loves us so much but he just wanted to make all the decisions Mm -hmm. and you're gonna do this and here's a specific example. He won't care that I say this. But my junior year of high school, I decided I didn't want to play football. Mm-hmm. And we had, you know the story? Yeah. And we had moved across town so I could play football for his buddy who was a football coach in a good program. I remember. And I was just, I got to this point where I've been playing sports my whole life and doing it. And I was like, I want to go ride bikes. Like my uncle raced bikes, mm-hmm. like bicycles. And I was like, I want to go ride bikes. And so I was skipped. I skipped practice for a few days and just went and rode my bike. I lied to my parents and told them that I had gone right. to practice. Mm-hmm. Of course, the coach called and was like, where is Kyle? Like, he's not been here for two days <laughs> or whatever. And uh, it, long story short, my dad was like, no, you're going to go play football. I was like, dad. Then I gave him the, you know, I was like, I don't want to play football, dad. I actually want to go ride bikes. And he's like, okay, you're going to practice. <laughs> go to practice. And this was two days. And I ended up breaking my arm, like snapped my arm right in half. Oh, uh, yeah. And didn't, play, didn't play that season. Didn't play again. <clears throat> like, that was an example of, like, overbearing. Like, so I've learned. You'd learn from your parents' mistakes, too. I don't blame him for it. Oh, for sure. I, I learned from it. Like That's what they thought you if should If my do kid wants to go ride his bicycle and I want him to play football, okay, okay, Johnny, I want you to play football, but I also want you to be happy to go ride your bike. Yeah. It's like that fair balance mm-hmm. of, like, not imposing your will on your child. Like, my parents wanted me to go to college. We can have this conversation with my parents right now, and they'll tell you they were super unhappy I didn't go to college. Well, I did go for the first three semesters, mm-hmm. but then I failed out, didn't go back, and they super were against it. And now I would almost guarantee they're like, yeah. Anytime with, like, like turn out like fine that, without college. My dad, or they would both be like, if, if it was something they both wanted me to do and I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. they would... Like every so often they would be like, all right, you can do this, but you're going to stick with it until the, you're not going to quit. Yeah, you're they gonna didn't keep let going. you get out of it. Yeah. Make the choice. If you don't like it, then it. You, you made your decision. You made your bed. You got to lie in it. Integrity. Yeah. They were teaching you integrity. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Oh, that's one of my dad's biggest things. That's what I forgot. That's that what we're, we're still about. on the air. Yeah. No one's listening, but we're on the air. Do what you say you're going to do is my dad's biggest thing ever. I think oh that. Oh my God. I think all these things like. When you say it out loud, like it makes it's sense. Super That's basic probably the biggest. Stuff. That's the biggest. Do what you say you're gonna do. Do what you say you're gonna do. Have integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't a time where I told him or something like cleaning the kitchen, or I told him I was like, I told so and so that I would drop this off. Are you gonna do it? Yeah, maybe tomorrow. No, you told me you're gonna do it today. You're gonna do it today. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I yeah. guess I should. And that's not him imposing his will on you. That's no. him enforcing the morality. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, like, I, my grandmother, 
I didn't know. I knew her, but she she was very old. I was I'm the youngest grandchild. She was very old. <laughs> yeah, well, she was very old from the time like like she had Alzheimer's and um, dementia. So the oh. most of the time that I remember of her is is through the through those times. No, 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 you're fine. But I I just remember my dad telling all these stories about her, and I like I wish I could have met her just so I'd know the where he the, came yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I still hear all the stories, and I just remember all the books in her house, so she had to have learned something from them. All that stuff is passed down. Yeah. Like, you wanted to know the origin story of your dad, mm-hmm. but you can kind of tell just by knowing your dad. Like, Right. You can kind of get to know your grandmother. Just like seeing, like, again, if you're a mirror of your parents, you kind of see your dad, and you can kind of get an idea of, like, okay, he's a mirror of, like, not who she was just, like, super individually, but, mm-hmm. like, what she stood for. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. She wasn't just like a super strung out drug addict, like a hooker gy- gypsy on Definitely a wagon. Not. Like otherwise, you would see some of that in your dad, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. that's, fair. that's <laughs> totally fair. That was a... that was <laughs> you went left. <laughs> that would be the sound effect right there. Yeah, I'm sure I can figure out how to do sound effects. I should just Google how do I put in sound effects. Yeah, for sure. You have yeah, we'll do that. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you have the equipment. <laughs> Ding dong. I'm sure it's just by the, like the press of a button. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it is. <laughs> All right. Do you have any final words? Do you want to say something to your mother? Because this will live on forever on the internet. Thanks, mom. I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> you did very, very damn well as damn Schultz kids. Damn Schultz kids. <laughs> to my parents, I love you guys. Thank you. This has been Inside the Mirror. George, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next time. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to this podcast. I hope it's helpful for you. If it is helpful for you, And if it isn't helpful for you and you hate it, either way, please do me a favor. Click one through five stars wherever you're listening. Leave me a review and give me some feedback so I can make this the best podcast possible for you. Thank you so much.